0: Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Coffee Catch-Ups with me Tanya Wiley and me Amelia Baymont. Coffee Catch-Ups is a podcast all about being in your 20s and being a Christian. Uh, We are not theologians or preachers but we are just two people in our 20s trying to love Jesus as best as we can and this week we've got a guest appearance uh, from a wonderful person namely Beth Tyndall-Jones. Say hi Beth. Hi, very excited to be here. It is so good to have you with us. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Why don't
2: you tell us a little bit um, just about kind of who you are and what you do as well? Um, yes,
1: yeah, so I'm Beth. I've, I'm a marine biologist. Uh, so currently, just doing some uh, volunteer work at a local aquarium, doing lots of diving and feeding fish. Um, I'm going to start a PhD on marine themed things in September, um, oh, yeah. and. I have a lovely husband who I've been married to for three years, um, and I like the outside. Um, so this week, guys, we're gonna be talking about health and fitness and what the hell that
0: has to do with being a Christian, if anything. Um, so I guess my opening question to to you, Amelia, um, is like, health and fitness, well, kind of what does that mean to you as regards Christianity? Because it's kind of, to me, I've always kind of boxed it to one side. But do you, do you
2: think there's a link? Yeah, I think health and fitness as a Christian is a really interesting one because it's not really talked about mm. in church. Um, like, you know, obviously spiritual well-being is the, the main kind of topic. And that is fantastic. We also want to be well spiritually. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know about you. I've literally I don't think I've almost ever heard until until actually very recently moving to um, our current church now um I've never really heard health and fitness talked about a lot in church um although I definitely think there is a link as in you know we can have a really great life in him um but if we're not physically um kind of treating ourselves well you mm. know that is actually quite a significant thing um how about you e- either of you um I don't know how do you see kind of links there
0: I mean I definitely uh, like agree with you in the fact that it's not really preached about on a Sunday. Um, if it's mentioned, it's like a passing thing. It's like a, what's really important is um, this, this, this. And then like within that list, health and fitness might be included. Um, but I don't know about you. So Beth and I went to school together ages ago. Um, I One of the verses that, that comes to mind about health and fitness was actually from an RE lesson at school. It's like, mm-hmm. the body is a temple which is a verse, which is like quoted a lot. Um, I'll try and remember where that's from. I think it is Corinthians, is it? Um, yes, it is Corinthians six. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? And I remember learning that at school um, in RE and, being, and that was linked to how Christians should look after their body. But that's my lasting memory of the subject of health and fitness talked about via Christianity. I don't know about you Beth, do you remember that lesson?
1: Yeah, yeah I do. Um, and also it's so ironic that the only thing that we've really learned about health and fitness was in an RE lesson
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't know about you, but RE oh, yeah, lessons very rarely talk about real Christianity. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just quite funny. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, for yourself, do you think that there is a like a need to talk about it more? Um,
1: yeah I think so like I think it's really important um to look after our bodies and just really think about what they are and what they can do and how amazing they are mm. um and that kind of just leads you to want to look after them and just to be so thankful for them and I think that's a really um huge part of your um like self-image as well like if you can just understand what your body does every day like I don't think you care about what it looks like you know you're just amazed that it's still functioning and you're amazed at the god who could make something so intricate and so beautiful
0: yeah I think that's beautiful what you just said like we're trying to remember that our bodies are amazing like the fact that you can run and jump and move and and that's wonderful and I think particularly when you're around any like older people uh, particularly those who are um struggling with their mobility.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely
0: one of those things where you sort of re-appreciate what your body can do so naturally, mm-hmm. so taken for granted. Um, so like when I'm around my grandma, that she can that a lot of simple tasks are really quite difficult um, because her body is, is struggling. Um, mm-hmm. And actually that's you know it should be a moment of of humility within that. I don't know if you guys agree.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i think it's very easy at this stage in life of we're in our 20s to kind of like you say take that for granted um and then again as you say you look at kind of the older generations and um they have that kind of particularly kind of lack of mobility um some people especially so um but yeah yeah i absolutely find it humbling so ladies i've got a question
0: do we have to be really healthy as christians like do i have to eat kale all the time
1: <laughs> no okay. absolutely not phew what a relief <laughs> and i think like i think that's such a like such a huge question because it is something that's so hard like you're like yeah your body's a temple and therefore you think you have to go on all these like clean ridiculous diets that like are just nonsensical really and unsustainable for most human beings um when actually like whilst we do have to respect and honor our bodies like they're only temporary right you know and so i think that's really important to like keep in our minds that like our bodies are amazing and we should look after them because they're a beautiful gift um but that doesn't have to look super strict and shouldn't it under any circumstances become more important than our spiritual health um yeah.
2: which is probably why it's talked about less the church but yeah mm, yeah yeah I absolutely agree and I, I also think like food is I say I'm I'm quite a foodie but like food is there to be enjoyed um God has given people such amazing creative talent in um cooking in coming up with recipes like you know I I found um I know you've also traveled quite a lot particularly Beth like you know, on, on your travels, you just discover these amazing foods, um, and wonderful recipes that people come up with. And, um, actually very few of them I found are especially unhealthy or calorific, like particularly in, um, you know, places like Latin America, although you will get some kind of deep fried things as well. Actually, the meals that people create are really kind of, they're balanced and they're hearty, um, and they're there to do you good. Um, and, and also, like, um, I just, I love how Jesus um, eats with people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that is the thing that Jesus does, is he sits with, and he eats with people and he shares food. Um, and just that act in itself also is an act of real um, kind of, like, community building, mm-hmm. which I just love. Like, all the way yeah. throughout the Gospels, he's consistently sitting down to eat with people. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Then,
0: and, and he also, it, well, within the Bible, often things are described as a feast, Right. Um, and like, and also heaven is described as like, um, in some parts of the Bible as a feast, like a feast feast. Um, and so there's definitely something in that of enjoying, um, food and provision. Um, mm. and I think, you know, G- God teaches us to be, to be thankful. I'm sure many of you guys do, a like a, um, a, a kind of prayer before you eat. Um, I don't, do you guys do that? Do you pray before you eat? hmm
1: I used to when I was at home and now we sit in front of the telly and eat (laughs) if we sit at the table then I'll pray it's really strange
0: yeah Yeah, it's funny you say that because my family um like my dad in particular he's like so always thanking before and Mm -hmm. like growing up that was was like oh it's just something we do it doesn't it wasn't real um so I know what you mean but actually (laughs) I think Maybe
1: it is important. Maybe I need to yeah, do Yeah, I, I think it is really important. I would definitely like to do it more. I just, yeah.
2: Yeah, so on the topic of food, um, I think actually, yes, food is fantastic. And um, as I was saying, like people are creative and that is wonderful. Um, but I think especially kind of when we're talking about this topic of health and fitness, I really need to emphasize that it is something that we should take in a healthy moderation. Um There's a verse in 1 Corinthians, also in 1 Corinthians 6, actually, um, verse 12. I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. You say food for the stomach and the stomach for food, uh, and God will destroy them both. Um, And then further on um, in verse 20, you are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies um and i think even though paul's kind of talking about something else mostly in that passage um that's such an important one isn't it because actually like food is something that is good and it's good for you mostly but actually if you have it in excess that is actually going to do some real damage Mm. um like i I have personal experience with this and it's really Mm. you know when you overeat not only you know makes you feel not great um but also like you can get to a point where even though you know we want to be really kind of body positive and say you do not have to be stick thing to be beautiful because that is completely so so untrue that you have to be stick thing to be beautiful um like there is such a thing as a healthy weight as well
0: yeah absolutely and I and I think what the heart of it is actually um what is is in your heart with it so I feel like if there's a a part of you that's that's eating or overeating for a particular reason maybe i mean for myself i definitely used to talk with my weights um i'm like have definitely had moments where i comfort eat food um and and that's because there's you know i'm i'm ignoring my problems and i'm filling it with food um rather than perhaps like bringing that to god um so yeah, absences, but I think God cares about what your heart is and that is food your your idol. I think that there's a difference between maybe wanting a chocolate bar or craving a chocolate bar. The craving is a need, the one is quite fancy. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that difference is really crucial because it might indicate that food is actually becoming an idol um, within our lives. And that can be something really hard to face up to because it can also be a bit of an addiction. Like sugar can be an addiction. Yeah. Absolutely. I
2: also I really want to jump on actually what you were saying about, um, you know, the difference between kind of wanting and needing. Um, Mm -hmm. And actually, similarly to what we were saying in the last episode, actually, about words mattering, um, like how we talk about food can have a real impact. So um, someone very close to me in my family um, says says quite a lot. The phrase oh, I need something sweet mm-hmm. after dinner and things like that. Like, the, you know, you go out for an afternoon. Oh, I need an ice cream. Um, and that actually has had a huge, I think it can have such a huge impact. And I only re- realized it very recently. Um, but, you know, actually like how much of an impact that has psychologically, because that tells you the same thing. Um, even if you're not the one thinking it, um, you know, you, you do kind of come out with the thinking, oh, I need this um like and the, the phrase need as opposed to want um mm. the difference can actually be so huge like you say um so I think it's really important to kind of clock how we're talking about food um and and kind of check in on that because I've, I've had to do this as well um and it's an attitude that I'm trying to change in myself um so yeah I think our our attitudes towards it have, have to be checked in um and one of those that you maybe consistently have to take back to Jesus and say Okay, how is my relationship with this? Help me, show me, um, and help me on this one. um If you think it's becoming unhealthy, I don't. I don't know what you guys think.
0: Yeah, I, I completely. It's it's a brilliant prayer to pray. It's actually God. Is this is this healthy? Like what that what maturity? Um, to be able to to say that and to pray that. Um, and I think God will definitely answer that, and reveal that. But I think one of, one of the um good indications is, is like is what is your mind on when you're thinking when you're um maybe even with other people how much time do you spend thinking about food like i love food and i probably spend a little bit too much time thinking about it mm. but it, it how like be honest with ourselves how much time you're thinking about food or drink
1: but and i also think that like um with your point of food being an idol um it definitely works the other way in terms of healthy um yeah. like that obsessive need to always eat healthy, to always eat clean, Um, like that.
0: Sorry to interrupt you Beth, but um, what do you think is a root cause of that
1: wanting to eat clean? Society. Okay. I think like um, there's so much negativity like around food and it's so complicated, like so complicated um but like at the end of the day food is energy and like it's not more complicated than that like ice cream is the same as full fat yogurt they've both got sugar in them they both got fat in them like you know it's just one is like quite processed the other one is a bit more natural one's got bacteria and that might help your gut the other one hasn't like ice cream might taste better to you but like at the end of the day they're going to give you the energy to get through what you need to get through. Mm. Um, they're going to probably stimulate very similar hormones in your brain to make you feel good. Um, and yeah, but I think our society purely from a business perspective has come up with this idea of clean and good food and bad food and like just to get you to buy more and to market at different people and to guilt trip people into thinking, that they have to live a certain way for their bodies to function and it's very damaging and really sad because actually a lot of the time these people just want to make money so yeah so complicated but I think it's it's definitely put into us it's not inbuilt into us Mm.
0: so one of the things from what you're saying there that I'm just like sprung up to me was this idea of like shame I'm sure every single one of you and every woman watching and probably every man as well has felt a pressure to look a certain way and to feel like that their body has to be like this. And that is just like such a feeling of, I've definitely felt ashamed about my weight, about my body, about like, even like moles in weird places. Like I have a mole under my arm, He like no, this arm, I got confused then. And like, I felt so self-conscious about even like lifting my arms up if I've got like a vest top on or something and that kind of body shame, like even something looks small and insignificant that probably no one would notice. And that kind of idea of perfection that's portrayed in the media. Um, And actually I think anybody who's anyone would say that's wrong, we don't, we want to celebrate bodies. Body positivity, woo woo woo. where is our place as Christians in within that?
2: It's an interesting one. I think there needs to be a, a particular balance struck, um, because you know, like I was saying earlier, like there is such a thing as a healthy weight, and actually, um, part of honouring God with your body is, you know, not, um, you know, eating in excess or not eating in excess. Um, because as you were saying Beth like our bodies are a gift um and you know there is such a thing as being healthy within that um but at the same time like you know just because you are you know very very fat or very very thin um God's love for you is no less Mm -hmm. um and actually our love for other people as Christians should not be any less either um um you know particularly when society is um portraying a certain image in the media um and I know this kind of varies around the world but you know even still whatever that is um you know we actually there has to be a point where we stand up and say actually no like that's that's not right um and just because you look the way that you do and just because you're not happy with that it does not mean that God is not happy with you either Mm -hmm. um and it you know that's it's a huge thing particularly for um those of us who are kind of either teenagers or 20s maybe 30s as well um Mm -hmm. because this is the age that we're supposed to be at our most beautiful yeah um like oh man like the pressure is crazy Mm yeah actually crazy um
0: I I love what you're saying I'm just going to jump on it because it's I don't know how many times you've said this to yourself in any point whether um so for me it was oh when I'm when I'm thinner I'll be life will be better When I'm this, it'll be a little bit better. And the idea that who I am right now isn't good enough—that there's, I've got to do this. Whether I'm thinner, I'll do this, and that'll be, and that'll be good. And and and, you know, everything will be better. More people will love me. And I, I don't think I ever like equated that to God. I always knew God loved me anyway. But actually, that intense desire that right now I'm not good enough is, um, is actually not what the Bible says, and that the Bible actually um, values spiritual beauty as of over um physical beauty charm is deceitful and beauty fades but a woman who fears the lord will be praised Um, and that that actually refers to men as well i'm so sorry i'm just gonna say that i guess that just tells you actually what god really truly values
1: yeah and also like an important point to raise from what you're saying amelia is that like a healthy weight looks different for everybody and a healthy weight is not the bmi scale Mm -hmm. like categorically no like that was made by stupid men like 100 years ago and it makes no sense and it doesn't apply to anyone um just for all our listeners out there Mm -hmm. um (laughs) um but yeah so your your healthy weight looks different to everybody like a healthy weight for somebody could be that they're severely underweight um and then equally like people can be obese and still be a healthy weight for them. That's just how their bodies are made to be. Um, And that's how God has made your body to be. So don't have anybody tell you it's wrong. You know, if to get to the healthy spectrum, you have to eat a lettuce leaf a day. That's not a healthy weight. Um, So just like, that's a personal journey. And that's something that nobody can tell you what your healthy weight is. You have to figure it out and you have to learn to listen to your body um and sort of it's definitely such a huge personal journey and one that will often involve you combating society and what society thinks a healthy person should look like um
0: yeah no that's beautiful thank you I know all of us have had different struggles in health and fitness ourselves and actually Beth the reason we got you on the podcast is because you have some real wisdom um in this area Um, and I've watched your journey and I've been so in awe of your strength um and honesty and just just what's happened and how God has like transformed your life and um I'd love for you to share us a little bit about kind of um how f- what faith has a connection to if you're struggling in an area of when it comes to
1: food and diet and and body image mm. yeah I like a lot so um I'll give you a rundown of my story my testimony um, so I when I was a teenager I developed an eating disorder and um, which made me very poorly um, and made me a horrible person <laughs> in uh, all no, honesty. No, no it didn't. No, it
0: didn't. <laughs> I but knew it, you right. and you were still lovely you were just struggling you were not a horrible person uh-uh carry <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> but it like um eating disorders are cruel they are so cruel and they cut you off from the world in so many ways and particularly your friends and your family and even your faith you know there was a point in my life when it all began that I was like I can't do both because I know I'm not loving my body and I know I'm not treating myself right and I know that God wants me to and I don't know how to make that work um so it was a long time where I didn't do both and I just chose the eating disorder over my faith um and then I got to the point where I'd had enough and I missed God too much. Um, and I knew I couldn't do it forever. And so I decided to ask him to take me back. Um, and I didn't get healed that night. Um, sadly, eating disorders are something that take most people about five years to recover from. Um, and that was hard. That was hard wanting something, wanting healing wanting to do God proud and just failing every day. That's what it felt like. Every food choice I made where I chose a safe option instead of the brave option, it felt like I was failing him because I knew that's what he didn't want for me. Um, but with a lot of support from a lot of different friends and family, um, God gave me the healing that I never dreamed of um, because so many people will tell you, you'll never recover, you'll never be healed like you'll always have this with you Um, and I don't like I don't have it with me anymore and I'm so incredibly thankful like yeah Jesus just healed me more (laughs) than I could ever have hoped or imagined like it's yeah so amazing Um, so yeah that's me. Um, I forgot what your question
0: was. Well, I guess oh, well, that's so beautiful. I mean, I knew you during during that time, but it's funny how much that's going on in somebody's heart and in their head that you don't get to see when you even when you're walking quite closely with somebody.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but I, I suppose like anybody listening is like, oh gosh, you know what? I resonate with that. That is so my story, particularly when you're saying like that idea of. Um, every day kind of like failing um when you when you didn't quite choose the right food choice and even on that kind of micro scale the idea of failure I guess if someone's going through that right now and they're like do you know what my faith is going I am really in a dark place um I know this is a really big question <laughs> what would, what words of encouragement would you send to those like someone like that that's struggling
1: um I see you, like, you're not alone. And my heart breaks for people, honestly, like I can barely think about it sometimes. Like I find it so hard to, even now to like, to help people in that situation because the empathy that like comes is just so real. Um, so I would say to them that you are not alone and that you are so loved. And there are people out there who understand what you're going through. Um, they might not be your friends and family, because it's such a hard thing to understand if you haven't been through it, but there are people who can help you. Um, And God will not leave you. Even when you push him away, even when you say, I don't want you today, God, I just want to do it my way. Like he's not going to leave you. He's going to keep chasing after you and he will give you the strength. He will heal you. You just have to trust and you just have to keep going and put one foot in front of the other um one day you'll look back and you'll be like hey when was I okay with this food like when was I living a normal life like when did that happen you know like and it's so long it's so long um but yeah God God will never leave you um, and he is always always right beside you and that's like my main my main point for people who just are so trapped by how they're feeling
2: Oh, wow! Thank I'm you scared. so much for sharing that, Beth. That is that. I mean, I I think I knew a little bit of that. I kind of gleaned stuff from what you'd said and what Tanya has said before as well. But like, wow! Thank you so much for sharing that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I I really like like what what you're saying about the journey. The journey part is so hard, isn't it? Like you say, yeah. like you know, it you don't tend to notice it until there has been significant change, even if you don't notice it at the time. Um but yeah as someone who's coming from almost the opposite end actually um with from from what you've experienced like um I think it's really important like you say kind of to put one one foot in front of the other and actually if you do stumble whichever way you're trying to go um you are not back at square one Mm -hmm. um and, and I think as you said that you that you did you like you have to invite God into that into that sphere um because as as we've been saying like the two can seem so separate um but inviting god into it and asking him for his help is the best thing we can do um Mm. because we can't do it by ourselves like Mm. by ourselves we fall and we fall hard um
0: and by that um admission also inviting other people into that it doesn't necessarily half like Beth was saying, sometimes it can be really hard to invite the people right next to us into that, but there's no reason why you can't. And that's really brave. And just to be like, to turn around and go, you know, I'm really struggling with, um, with a particular element of health and fitness or what have you. um, And inviting people into that, you know, we're not called to do mm-hmm. life
1: by ourselves as well as doing it with God. Yeah. Like one of my, my best moves um, was, when I moved into my um, house at uni, and you know, when you pick people you wanna move in with, mm. um, I told two of my flatmates, I was like, I'm still recovering, and I'm rubbish at eating, and I really need you to just smack me on the head and just say, you know, and like, um, and just having those people who knew, like was so helpful, like they didn't, you know, they didn't lecture me, they didn't counsel me, um, they didn't become experts in eating disorders, but they knew that it was a weak point for me. Yeah. Um. And so sat beside me and cooked dinner for me. And, you know, when I was too stressed, made sure that they bring tea to my room so that I remembered that fuel was a thing. And like and that was just so, so valuable. So I think, you know, it has to be a trusted friend and I would recommend like praying about it before you share because sometimes not everybody handles those sorts of things very well um but if you can be brave then that's like such a big step
0: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. thank you Beth that was really beautiful um, um I don't know about you but have you ever come across the questions that will genuinely tell people what they need to uh do with their body or their health um in order to be good Christians because I once had somebody tell me um she's lovely and I really do love her and she's a lovely Christian but this was not okay um that I perhaps needed to be a little bit healthier and lose a bit of weight one so that I would get a husband Um, and two because actually we're called to be
1: (laughs) healthy Oh. I mean, maybe she's got a point. I am. I am single. There is so much that is wrong with that sentence.
2: Like, <laughs> oh. like the rage, the rage. <laughs> maybe I just saw you <laughs> go. <going> like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, if you're not watching this um, on YouTube and you're listening on audio, you did just miss so much, or like great rage expressions from all of us. Um, yeah, gosh, there is so much wrong with that, and I hate, hate. When that happens, um, we don't hate the people, but we hate what they say, (laughs) Um, which I have to remind myself. Um, Man, like, I have thought so many times, if I don't lose weight, then nobody is going to find me, like, physically attractive enough to marry me.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And like,
2: like, (laughs) oh man, like, the actual stress and pressure that that puts on you is ridiculous for a start. Um, But also... I mean that physical attraction. I, I mean, I, I say this as a single person. I'm sure Beth, as a married woman, could probably give us more perspective on this. But physical attraction—it's only like such a small part of a relationship. Like mm-hmm. you know, it might be important to an extent, um, but it should not be ever, ever, ever what your relationship is based off. Because mm-hmm. beauty, as the proverb said, beauty is fleeting, um, mm-hmm. and and marriages um, and relationships should last um you know and oh man just (laughs) i really when when people say this when christians say this it is so damaging to people um because that that doesn't say to you that doesn't say to the other person oh you know you could lose a bit of weight it does say that but it but primarily what it says is you are not lovable enough to find a spouse Mm. um like you know the only way you're going to get married is if you lose three pounds or three stone yeah um oh my goodness the like the rage that that fills me with
0: mm -hmm, I absolutely agree and I'm so for the kind of the hashtag mind your body movement and like actually if you don't know then don't comment um absolutely question for you gals um if you are somebody who is literally like doing life almost every day with somebody a really close friend or family member or whatever where you have a really kind of intimate, accountable um, relationship of which you can tackle tough stuff. And that person is at a point where perhaps their eating habits are dangerous one way or another. Do you say something?
1: It's really hard. It's a really hard topic because you should never comment on somebody's weight. Mm -hmm. ever that's something I've learned this year is that whether it's supposed to be positive or not you should never do it because you don't know what that person's going through you don't know why they're at the weight they're at um and you're just implying that their body equates to their beauty Mm. and it doesn't at all so like that's something I'm trying really hard to like think about is like not saying oh like you've lost some weight you look really good or like um, like just try even if I know that person and it's really hard if you know that person has been like trying to lose weight and you like want to compliment them because you know that that's something that they're kind of wanting like
0: yeah
1: um sorry what that was a bit exciting
0: no but what would you say instead if you're like because if somebody is like maybe trying to lose a bit of weight and you want to encourage them in that what would you say
1: like personally I don't think that anyone should ever be trying to lose weight unless it's specifically kind of like a medically um like a medical issue Mm -hmm. um like I think that people should want to grow in their relationship with food and exercise Mm -hmm. to the point where they're happy in their body um and that can look into all different shapes and sizes so I think that's kind of what I would more go for um, but in terms of when you're noticing warning signs in somebody mm. um and you do have that really close relationship with them I just ask them just like how is your relationship with food how how do you feel about what you're eating mm. and never like oh I've noticed that you're not eating enough or oh I think you're like maybe eating a little bit too unhealthily or like just ask them how they feel their relationship with food is going and yeah that's I think that's the best way to approach it personally.
2: yeah I think that's really that's really wise actually I love the way that you kind of come about with that because you're not commenting you're asking them how they view Mm. it um and and you know the thing is if there's a change that needs to be made that person needs to realize it
0: Mm. like
2: you know nobody ever you know had a really healthy realization about weight by somebody else commenting on them um like oh my goodness so yeah I think what you say about asking them that question like how is your relationship with food that gives them the opportunity to number one think about it if they haven't already Mm um and number two recognize those habits for themselves so that they can change that if they need to Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so um just to kind of round us off I guess um what we're trying to say is it's absolutely important to honor our bodies celebrate our bodies be so grateful that god made you who you are and your body and actually the fact that your body is uniquely different to everyone else's is amazing and if you're listening i don't care where you are just send up a little bullet prayer to be like god thank you so much for giving me my body and try to focus on um, the good about your body rather than the things that you would like to change Um, And as Christians, one of my favorite things recently, um, just because of a lot of stuff's been going on, but particularly in this area as well, is the phrase go gentle. Like so many times you see Jesus being gentle with the people around him. And when it comes to this subject, go gentle with one another is probably my top tip. I don't know about you girls.
2: Yeah, I think accountability um, Mm -hmm. is one that I would really jump on. Um, like I have been accountable to Tanya quite a lot. Um, not, it's, not doing much at the moment. Um, but like on the occasions that we've like been for a run together, um, even though she's really annoying
0: and worst. does
2: this whole personal trainer thing, like, come on, you can do it, you're doing great, and I hate her for it. No, um, okay. it, it does actually really work because I w- probably wouldn't have gone for runs. Um, without her. Plus, top tip: if you go for a run to Tanya's house you can make friends with an alpaca it's really exciting there is an alpaca there and I got extremely happy Um, that's that's how I rewarded myself at the end of the run was going to meet this thing it was great um but yeah accountability um is is so key and it you know with someone you trust um can be really really beneficial because it means you're not doing it by yourself yeah absolutely uh
1: something that's just sprung to mind it might be a concluding it might be a cut it out birth point yeah um but like body neutral uh neutrality so like not loving your body not hating your body just your body is your body Mm -hmm. um I think that that's such an important thing to learn because society is so like love your body love your body That's really hard and so unrealistic. And also Um, can lead the other
0: way. So like there are people who adore what they look like mm -hmm. and we are all a little bit self-image obsessed. Mm -hmm. Like for example, how many of you today looked at your own image when you were talking? I
1: don't think I looked at you guys.
2: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We'll try not to be offended by that. It's fine. And the only reason I'm not is because I'm also guilty. So... (laughs) But yeah, like, you know, just, you don't have to love your body every day,
1: Um, but definitely don't hate it. Mm -hmm. Just accept that it's a vessel in which you exist. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a wonderful vessel that allows you to enjoy everything that God has for you in this world.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I think that's a really important thing to focus on as we sort of strive to understand our health and fitness journey. So this episode guys we're going to recommend things that inspire us on our health and fitness journey to keep keep going when things get tough um so Tanya why don't you go first
0: um uh, actually, i actually tell you what inspires me to keep going is uh, so with my f- health um, fitness is a key, key part of my health I love fitness I love outdoor sports um, and I find that that triggers me if I'm doing more like outdoor sports stuff and keeping fit, I'm more likely to eat healthily. Whereas if I'm not, then I just, i mean, it's just like, oh, the ship has sailed. I'm just gonna eat whatever I want. Um, so the thing that inspires me most is other people. I always um, try to um, do like a social form of activity whether that's our our, you know good old hike with somebody or a run with a friend a cycle whatever it is have something that's pre-booked in the diary um that's also social so that i'll want to go so that someone's got me accountable um and that's it and also my other recommendation is one recipe from one of the slimming world books which is broccoli pesto pasta with chicken okay or whatever meat or meat supplement you would like no judgment um it's a swimming world so it's really healthy but it genuinely tastes better than pesto because it's it's so good one of
2: the things that i don't know whether it inspires me as such but probably like really helps um is finding like healthier recipes kind of like you were saying tanya um because as i said i'm a foodie i love food and my self-control when it comes to food has always been a struggle so um what i find really helpful is finding like healthy recipes that i can not necessarily like reduced portions on um but are like just full of really good things um so for example um something I did this evening actually um I, I don't actually know what it's called it's like I can't remember what it what is it is Tuscan hot pot or something like that um and literally the only fat in it um is any fat that comes from sausages so it has like chopped up sausages in it um but the rest of it is just pure like veggies Um, and tomato sauce in it as well. Do you know what? BuzzFeed is actually really good for this. If you search BuzzFeed's 15 healthy recipes or something like that, um, Mm. they have a load of really good recommendations. Um, Also, having a slow cooker. Absolute lifesaver. You don't even need to use any oil. So good. Um, So yeah, that's something that really helps me. How about you, Beth? What are you recommending?
1: Um, I am recommending having a positive social media. Um, So first and foremost you can stop using social media uh that always helps sometimes um but I found um particularly in the kind of final sort of stages of my recovery like I thought I was like there and then I like followed these accounts and I was like wow I have so much more to learn like as we all do um and I follow this uh Christian dietitian so she's called at mean to eat and she's so cool she's like Um, She's a specialist in intuitive eating, which is like uh, listening to your body. Um, So it's not a diet, it's just understanding what your body needs and how you eat socially and in life. Um, And she's just so great. She just posts really like real messages, really encouraging messages. And you know, it's coming from a good place because she's a dietitian. So she understands food. She's a Christian. So she understands what health and fitness
2: is like. Mm, so good thank you so much for sharing that Beth it's been so lovely to have you on the podcast I'm so delighted it's it's been super fun and um, we always love recording these guys if you are enjoying coffee catch ups um, like, subscribe, follow Um, we are on Facebook and we are on Instagram we're going to put the links below Um, and uh, yeah share away if you're enjoying it please do recommend us to a friend um, it's been super fun this week Beth, thank you again um, thank bye, you bye bye bye, bye, bye.